What's up? It's Rob Cressy, and welcome to Best Year Ever, a podcast designed to inspire growth and impact so you can create your best year ever. And today what I want to do is share my mindset, tips, and lessons learned from the 100 miles in May challenge, something that I did in May, which was very simple. The goal was to run or walk 100 miles in May. And this was part of one of the challenges that I did with the big ass calendar club, uh, something I'm a part of with Jesse Itzler. And it was an amazing experience and there's so much value in it that I wanted to share to help you along on your journey. And how do you create the best month ever? Well, one thing that I do is I like to do challenges that push myself and help me grow and break through boundaries and do things I've never done before. So number one, work from a position of strength. So how do you get 100 miles done in a month? This is really just 3.3 miles a day. And I knew going into this, all right, I don't want to be chasing the miles. I want to work from ahead. So what I did, I got 15 miles done in the first two days. So because of that, boom, I'm always working in advance because you want this to be something that serves you, not something that brings you down or stresses you out where you're like, oh, I didn't get my miles in. No, I always want to be a leader in the pack in everything that I do. Up next, the different ways to get miles in or the ways that I got miles in. So walking and running with my dog was a huge one. Uh, going for runs, playing basketball, golf, and tennis. And really the, the two primary ones were with the dog and then running. Well, why is that? Because I could take the dog out multiple times a day and get in anywhere from a quarter of a mile up to a mile multiple times a day. And so often we don't uh, realize how um, how much the micro adds up three tenths of a mile over and over and over and over again, boom, all of a sudden you can get some mileage in. And just to add something, I did not include any mileage of like walking around my house or just my everyday lives. Um, I tracked everything on my Apple watch here. So when I went with a, uh, went for a walk with the dog or went for a run, I tracked it as a workout. That way I had some accountability around the structure of my numbers. So this really gets to how do you do it and break it into small manageable chunks. So when I first thought about doing 100 miles, a lot of people were like, wow, that's a lot. It's not a lot when you break it down into nice, simple things. Uh, another thing that I would do is I would do at least one long run a week. So a long run could be four miles, six miles, or seven miles, something like that. Why? Because it allowed me to, once again, get ahead of the pace of 100 miles or 3.3 every single day. So quickly, I learned after the first week or two, I was well ahead of the pace. It was something like, I don't know, 50 miles within the first, I don't know, 10 days, seven days, something like that, where you're like, whoa, I'm really putting in some good mileage in a good way. It wasn't anything that overly taxed me. Another big tip, 
get things accomplished before noon on Saturday. This is one of my recipes for success on the weekend. When I wake up, I'm like, boom, what can I get done before noon on Saturday? Because that's how you win the weekend. I want to enjoy the weekend just like everybody else. But at the same time, being a high achiever, I'm someone who wants to get things done, certainly with my health and fitness, also on the work side of things. So what I would do is I would get my long runs done on Saturday morning. That way I could enjoy the rest of the day and or weekend. Let's talk about inconvenient timing. And this is something that certainly came up for me throughout the course of the 31 days in May is I'm very routine oriented. I do the same things every single day because that's how I become successful is because I stack the things that I know are going to add growth and inspiration and education to my life. But guess what? Every day does not go that way. So oftentimes I would find that I would have packed mornings in my schedule where I would look in. Normally, I don't schedule any meetings or calls before 10. Doesn't mean that it always doesn't happen. And sometimes it'd be like 8 or 8.30 when I'm usually working out or running. And boom, there's meetings from 8 until 1 and then from 2 until the rest of the day. And I would have like one small little segment. And I think one of the keys to being successful at this challenge is finding those little micro moments to say, all right, I've got an hour in between this meeting and my next one. I can get in two miles. So that's exactly what I would do is I would find those opportunities because I believe that so often with challenges and things like this, it's more about the mindset than it is the physical side of things that for 31 days, my mind was tuned into where can I get miles? Where can I get miles? Where can I get miles? And I knew there was no such thing as zero days. So I didn't have a day in which I had zero miles. I was really going for a minimum of three miles a day, but certainly you did not want zero. And finding the inconvenient timing in your life and then finding those little micro moments or those pockets. And this is a skill that you'll develop as you do more. And it's one that has served me. So, so often we say, I just don't have enough time. Or in my world, I would often say, I'm running hot. I just got a lot of stuff going on right there. And when you're when you're running at that sort of tempo, what you need to do is find the pockets and optimize them. And the more often that you're running at this sort of cadence, the more often you'll get accustomed to being like, you know what? I got 17 minutes. I can go and get in 40 push-ups in a one mile run. And this is something that stacks up. So while you might not feel like a mile run in 40 push-ups is anything great, but it's way better than zero. And think about the number of times in your life or in a month that you get in that one mile in the 40 push-ups. That's going to stack and stack and stack. Been a big game changer for me. All right, next thing. All runs are not created equal. I found that runs can have meanings. Sometimes I would be doing runs just to get in my mileage. So the goal was, boom, I'm going to do a four-mile run or a six-mile run. I'm also going to enjoy it, but boom, I've got a specific goal for what I'm going to do. Other times, you need the run. It's like therapy, and it's very refreshing. And this is certainly in the instances in which I've had a very packed day, five or six o'clock gets here, it's nice out in Chicago, and I'm like, 
It's nice out. I got to get outside and go for a run. Takes me away from the digital world. And I would usually run from West Loop down the river walk in Chicago to the lake. And it would just be me and uh, some music or a podcast. And I would take it. I would make it a point to take pictures and think of it like an adventure. I would be creative and there was a lightness to the runs. And man, those feel so good. It's something that anyone who's been a a runner consistently knows that sometimes you just got to get away. And I love those sort of runs. Other times you're running for excellence. And for me, I know when I was listening to Ed Milet's podcast with Tim Grover about his new book, Winning, where Tim Grover is talking about excellence and Ed Milet's talking about excellence. And man, I am inspired and I am just running. They're talking about Michael Jordan and Kobe and Dwayne Wade and what they do to be the best in the world. And I'm just like, I am getting after this. So I'm running for excellence. Sometimes it's who you're running with or walking with. I really enjoyed the times in which I would walk with my wife. I know uh, one time we went out on a Friday night early to grab dinner, and it was at like a 5 o'clock dinner. It was gorgeous in Chicago, and it's the only time we could get. And we decided to walk back from downtown to the West Loop, and it was like a two miles and change walk, and I really enjoyed it. So sometimes when you're doing your miles, it's who you're spending it with or where you're doing it. So you're going to hear me saying, on the river walk or on the lake. Why? It was refreshing and I enjoyed my environment and I looked around to see there. So all runs are not created equal and runs can have meaning. Another thing that I learned, which is a tip, twice a day workouts. I'm someone that uh, likes to do strength training because I like to look good. It's beach season. It's about to be summertime shy. So when I take my shirt off, I want to be like, all right, I'm looking good. So strength training in the morning is part of what I do, but I'm also doing a 100 miles in May challenge. So how do both of these things live together? Well, the answer is you do two workouts a day. And this is something that very much reminded me of 75 hard and live hard. The mental toughness program by Andy Frisella. Uh, If you have not heard of this or you're interested in it, check out uh, on this podcast feed or my channel or the blog post. I've done a lot of content around my 75 hard journey. It was an absolute game changer for me. But on that journey, we did two workouts a day, 45 minutes inside, 45 minutes outside. So I got that. And it was the first time ever that I experienced working out twice a day. So here comes the 100 miles in May challenge and boom, got my workout done in the morning. And then in the evening, I was like, time to get some miles in. And I enjoyed it because it was a mindset of high performance. So often people have a challenge working out once a day. Now you're like, I'm doing twice a day and it really feeds the growth mindset in you. So that was another thing that I got used to and I even enjoyed because once you're done with that run, after you've worked out twice a day, you feel like a million bucks. Next tip, say yes to things. And I think about the time where I'd already worked out during the day or in the morning and my wife was like, hey, Rob, you want to go for a walk this evening? Did I really want to go for a walk? Not really. But I knew it was an opportunity for me to, one, get in miles, and two, spend time with my wife. And I found in life, 
the more often that I say yes to things, the more good things that happen, the more stories, the more memories, the more I've lived in action. And this bleeds to all areas of your life. So say yes to things. When someone asks you, do you want to go for a run? Do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to do a physical activity? Do you want to golf or play tennis or play basketball? Say yes. That's how you get to 100 miles. That's how you have a mindset and lifestyle of fitness and health. So I looked back and I hit the 100 mile mark on day 20. And this is something that I mentioned at the top. I wanted to work from a position of strength. And it was something that I was proud of because I didn't have any expectation in terms of when was I trying to get this accomplished by. My only goal, I committed to running or walking 100 miles in May. But all of a sudden, day 20 hits and it's like, boom, I hit 100 miles. And it was a good feeling. But guess what? I did not stop there. And the next tip, impress yourself. And I go back to the last two days of the challenge in May over Memorial Day weekend. And I'm sitting there at, don't quote me on this, it was like 135 miles. And I'm like, man, 150 is a nice number. It has a nice ring to it. But I got 15 miles to do in two days over a holiday weekend. I don't know. So uh, on the second to last day, I put in six miles. So I'm sitting there Memorial Day, 141 miles, and all night the night before and even the morning of, I'm like, what am I going to do? Do I really want to put in nine miles on Memorial Day? I'm down in Sarasota at Siesta Key Beach with my wife and her family. We're chilling. It's 90-plus degrees. It's hot. You just want to enjoy the vacation-like atmosphere. And you know what? I thought about something that Jesse Itzler said, a quote, and he said, winners do not compromise their goals. And when I had the goal or the thought pop into my head of running or walking 150 miles, it couldn't leave me. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And you know why? Because I knew I could do it. I just had to pay my dues and live in action. And this is a feeling we all have inside of us, this thing that you want to do. Are you just going to think about it or are you actually going to do it? And the thing that I ended up doing was I just took my running shoes with me to the beach that morning. And we got there at 8 a.m. I drank my coffee and it was great. And then I said, you know what? I'm all in. I want to remember this. And... I asked my wife the night before, I was like, I'm thinking about getting to 150 miles, and what do you think? And she goes, Rob, I'm already impressed by what you've done. And that's when it hit me. I was not impressed by myself. Others may have been impressed by what I've accomplished. I did 141 miles in 30 days. That's impressive. I was not impressed by myself because I knew I could do 150 miles. So that's when I decided, you know what? I'm going to impress myself. So in the 90-degree heat, on Memorial Day, people all over the place, my goal, impress myself. So I ended up putting in, uh, I ended up getting in 11 miles on the day, 10 of them on the beach, where the last 
six and a half. It was down and back and down on the beach. And I'm sweating buckets and I'm going through water bottles. And I'm sitting there listening to music and through my head, it is... I'm running for the people who sacrificed for me and my country and my freedom. And I am running from the past version of myself because I know that I am the best version of myself today and right now. And I am running for excellence and I am running because I want to remember this moment. And I just allowed all of these feelings to go inside of me. And this is the next tip. Finish strong because winners finish strong. So I'm sitting there and I'm listening to the music and I'm like, I am going to finish strong because in this challenge, even though I completed it on day 20, I wanted to finish strong because that's what I believe in and that's what I do in every single race and every single challenge. Once you get to that finish line, boom, you're done. So this became part of my mindset and as part of it, I had to push myself and it was hard and it was challenging and I had to overcome things mentally and internally that were self-limiting beliefs in myself. But guess what? Here I sit after the fact, proud that I paid my dues and put in 150 miles and certainly on that last day, I will forever remember it. And I took a picture and I'm doing a podcast about this because for me, if this podcast was, I did 141 miles, it would not have been as good. It would not have been as valuable. I wouldn't have as much enthusiasm and wisdom and knowledge to share with others based on my journey and my experience like I would have right now when I put in 150 miles. And the last thing is, with a challenge like this, don't underestimate the way that this can inspire other people. I made it a point every single day to take a picture at some point on my run or walk documenting that day. My thoughts, a nugget of wisdom, something fun, something that happened. And I did this for me first because I want to be able to look back at any point in my life and see those pictures and know where I was on that day. But the next point is um, being able to share that with other people to allow them on my journey and to show them what I am doing to inspire them on their own. And an amazing thing happened on day three out of nowhere. My wife's mom uh, texted me saying, you've inspired me. I'm going to do the hundred miles in May challenge and I'm going to do it by walking on Siesta Key Beach. And my mind was blown. This literally came out of nowhere. It was just from her seeing my Instagram posts and my IG stories. And I'm proud to say on the very last day, on May 31st, uh, my mother-in-law completed the 100 miles in May challenge walking on the beach. And it was such a proud moment for me, for her, for someone to be inspired by something that I did and to take that journey on on her own. And this became a connection point for us. So like once a week, she would text me and be like, Rob, I'm up to 25 miles. I'm up to 50 miles. I'm up to 75 miles. And I was like, this is absolutely incredible. So I want to give a shout out to Pat Gamerick for completing the 100 miles in May challenge. I want to give a shout out to everyone in the big ass calendar club who did this. 
The stories that I was seeing in the Facebook group were so inspiring. I love seeing people who are finding their way. They're clawing to get to that final 100 miles. The people who are blowing past it and doing amazing things, running, walking, biking so much. And I also want to give a shout out to Mike Raziel. I had a call with him on Tuesday. Mike's been on this podcast and he said, Rob, you inspired me. I'm doing my own 100 mile challenge in June. So as a call to action and to put a button on this, I encourage you to create your own challenge. Maybe it's a 100 miles challenge where you commit to running or walking because it's a simple thing to do. And what I loved about it was there's a quantification for this. And I'm going to show right now for everyone watching this on video is you can see the tracker that I used. So what I ended up doing is I created a Google doc and every day I just tracked my mileage just by workout and up at the top, I had the total. And then right next to it, I had remaining and every single day. It was my accountability checking in and it was a nice, simple way to go. Boom. This is where I'm at. And the simple number of a hundred miles allows you to quantify this more than just, I'm going to run. Boom. You've got a concrete goal of what you want to accomplish. So if I can do it and my mother-in-law can do it, so can you. So I encourage you to create your own hundred mile challenge or any other challenge that's out there right now in June, I am doing a calendar club push-up challenge where I am doing 10 push-ups a day for every day of the month that it is. So 10 on the first day, 20 on the second, 30 on the third, all the way to the last day being whatever 300 push-ups. So would love to hear from you. Did this inspire you to take action? Are you open to doing a challenge? Did you complete a challenge recently? You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy. And if you are someone who is looking to level up your mindset or your brand, I would love to invite you to be in a conversation with me. You can head to robcressy.com. I've got a link in the corner to sign up for a jam session where we can be in conversation together or just shoot me an email, rob at robcressy.com. Sending tons of good vibes your way. I hope you have yourself an amazing rest of the day.